that's the thing. It's like, if we're going to choose this different path, then we're going to have some unique um, challenges and things that come up. And it's the most beautiful, empowering inner work that we can do. Like I have been strengthened and and um, changed in ways that I never thought possible as a result of having my own business and, and putting myself out there in, in these different ways. Welcome to The Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hi friends, so happy to be here with you for another episode of The Sensitive and Soulful Show. I am Alyssa Boyer, your friend, your mentor along this path of being a highly sensitive person and today's episode is going to be, I think it's going to be a loving kick in the pants. (laughs) No, I have a feeling it might be passionate and fiery. We'll see where it goes, but I just get really excited and passionate about this topic. So this this episode is probably going to resonate with you a lot if you are if you have a big mission on your heart, if you have something you're passionate about, a dream, if you're a business owner, a creator or if you have a hobby that really matters to you, this is going to be a really good episode for you. But really, even if you don't resonate with any of that, like please listen. Like I, I want to, I just have this message to share and I hope that it will be inspiring and impactful for you. And before I get into the episode, I'm really excited to share about a brand new masterclass I'm hosting on September 18th. So it's coming up, uh, next week. And if you're listening to this later, that's okay. There will be a replay of this masterclass, but this is going to be a really cool and unique masterclass called Sensitive and Soulful Sales. And I'm actually going to give you a behind the scenes look at how I ran my business for the month of August, because the month of August was the highest sales month I've had since giving birth to my daughter, Blaine, 15 months ago. And the thing that is so crazy that like blew my mind was that I didn't even realize that until I was in my spreadsheet looking at my numbers and I was like, wait a second, this has been a really great month. Like, whoa. And it was mind boggling because it felt so fun and it didn't feel hard and it felt like experimental and playful and creative and it felt so good. And it was like, dang, like all of that came together to like generate all of this amazing income. So I'm teaching that masterclass. I'm literally pulling back the curtain and telling you exactly where the the revenue streams came from, exactly what I did, the mindset shifts, all of the things. And if you're interested in that, you can tap the link in the show notes to join us for that masterclass. And if you're listening after, 
definitely grab the replay of that. Um, I've never done anything like this before, but I'm so excited because the other thing that was crazy was for the month of August, I didn't have our nanny, like our nanny quit. And so I actually had less support than ever. Um, I just had help from my mom two days a week. So on average, I was working like 15 to 20 hours. So it was like when I had help from my mom and then when Blaine was napping, like that's when I worked. And so it feels like this past month just kind of like debunked some old beliefs where it's like, oh, you have to have all this time. You have to have all this energy. And it's like, actually, I'm a busy mom and <laughs> I don't have all the time and energy in the world at all. And I was able to do this. And so, yeah, I want to pull back the curtain. I want to like give you, I really want to be proof of possibility and show you what's possible for you and what it can look like and exactly how I got there. So Check out the link in the show notes if you're interested in joining us for the Sensitive and Soulful Sales Masterclass. So excited. Okay, and today's episode is really in alignment with with all of this. And and so I'm hoping that this will inspire you if, if you've been feeling stuck, if you have a dream that you haven't taken action on, or you're kind of just like lollygagging and not moving forward. This is your fire under the booty episode. (laughs) So I want to start out with this belief that I have is that highly sensitive people have a unique gift and mission here on this planet. I, and I've recorded an episode about this in the past, um, but I really firmly believe that we as highly sensitive people have our unique experience here on earth and we are more sensitive and we get hurt more easily. And honestly, a lot more um, highly sensitive people can be traumatized more easily because of our sensitive nervous systems. So you'll find a lot of highly sensitive people have past traumas that they're working through, lots of highly sensitive people in therapy and seeking personal development and coaching. And like we are the people that tend to be really into doing the inner work and getting to know ourselves because we have often experienced a lot more pain than than some people around us who are less sensitive, right? So a lot of times we can feel like, oh, why me? This sucks. It's so unfair. But I think that it was actually divinely, we were divinely designed this way and to have these experiences because when we experience pain and then we do the work to heal, we gain wisdom, right? We gain more empathy for others, compassion. We have this deep knowing and understanding of ourselves. There's this depth that we uncover. And it's amazing to me, and it's also no surprise, that so many highly sensitive people then go on to want to help and serve others. Through our pain, we often want to help and serve others. And a lot of times that can take the form of starting our own business or starting a blog or just having a passion project because we genuinely want to help. And I think that this is really the unique um, intersection of our deep empathy and wanting to support others. It's also the way that we are introspective. And with that, we we can make these connections and conclusions and, and gain understanding about things that that might not be as clear to others, right? And so it's like with these these things in combination, it can make us really inspired and passionate to want to help others. Um, and the other piece of it too, that's worth like bringing into the conversation is a lot of highly sensitive people don't 
necessarily thrive in the in the normal like nine to five workplace. And so a lot of highly sensitive people do desire to be entrepreneurs and and or be freelancers and just like kind of be on their own schedule. So it's been really interesting over the years of supporting highly sensitive people, like how many actually are business owners or or um, desire to become them. And so it was just in last year, I believe it was August of 2022, I I opened up a business mastermind for highly sensitive people. And through that mastermind, I think I've had like 14 or 15 um, business owners move through it now. And it's been amazing. And by the way, if this is something you're interested in, send me a DM because I'd love to share the info. But um, I basically I'm sharing this like I decided to start supporting highly sensitive business owners because I was getting so many messages on Instagram from people asking me like how did you grow your account how did you start your business how did you do all of these things and I realized that there was such a gap in the market for HSP entrepreneurs and so many HSP creators entrepreneurs have been burned by past mentors and coaches because there's like, you know, that very like masculine hustle energy out there and 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 tactics that just like didn't feel good. And so a lot of HSP entrepreneurs were feeling like, oh, I just like, how can I run a successful business when I'm sensitive? Like, how can I even do this? And I wanted to step in and be like, hey, let me show you how. Like literally I'll show you exactly how I've been doing this and how I'm, you know, making five figures consistently per month now. Like and it doesn't feel like a huge slog. So I have loved supporting HSP business owners through my mastermind. I, I have a business membership. I have a startup school program for brand new entrepreneurs, like all the things. Like I have been loving it so much and it's just so important. And it, it all comes back to just this, this firm belief I have, which is that I believe so many HSPs here have a mission here and they have a gift to share. And I think there's a lot of things that can block us from sharing that. I really, really do. And it makes me super sad. And I get so fired up because I'm like, no, I want you to do this. The world needs your medicine. The world needs what you have to share. They need your art. They need your words. They need your support. Like, oh, we need you. So I want this to inspire you. So I want to, I kind of wanted to like talk about some of the, some of the common things that I hear from people and like, let's like no longer let these be excuses. And I'm saying this with love. I am. I'm saying this with love, but it's time to check the excuses, friends. So I often hear from from people who have a big dream, who want to start their business, or they're feeling stuck from growing or whatever, like they're not where they want to be. So I'll hear that I don't have enough time, or, you know, I'm working full time, or I'm a mom, or I'll hear that um, they're scared of no one signing up for their workshop or their course or um, their, their masterclass. Um, I also hear that, like, I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start. And all of these are valid, by the way. Like, I've said all of these. I totally get it. Like, trust me, I feel this in my bones. I completely empathize and resonate and get it. And my response to this is one thing. Here's one response. I have multiple, but here's the first thing. What's the alternative? So you have this dream. You want to do this thing, but you feel like you don't have enough time. You're scared. um, You're overwhelmed. Okay, so the alternative, like if if you do this thing, you're scared of these things happening or you don't even know where to begin. The alternative is not doing it, right? 
How does that feel? Like, let's play that out. If five years from now, this dream on your heart is still just a dream and you haven't done anything with it, how does that feel? Right? Ugh, I'm guessing that doesn't feel good. I'm guessing that feels like, oh my gosh, I'm so sad that I still haven't done this. Right? And so that's like one thing that I want to share is like, that has motivated me from day one when people have been like, how are you so passionate? How do you keep going? How do you keep going? I'm like, because the pain of not doing it is greater to me than the pain of doing it. Like, I am willing to withstand the discomfort of all of these things because I am passionate about this thing and I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret not doing it. And it's as simple as that. And I, again, I say this with love and compassion, like, I get it, but we have to like weigh out those options and look at that, right? The other thing that I want to say is like, I started my business on the side of a full-time job. I, and I literally would wake up at five in the morning and I would work before work on my, at the time it was just a blog. And then I would work after work or I'd work on the weekends or during my lunch break. You know, I found time to squeeze it in. And for me, I was so passionate, passionate about this work. Like it energized me to do it to the point where I was like, jumping out of bed in the morning because I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to write a blog post. I can't wait to create a post in Canva. Even when literally like one or two people were reading my stuff, no one was following me. Like I just had this burning desire. So like if we, if something matters to us, we can find pockets of time to work on it and we can do that and we can make it work. And now here I am as a busy mom. I'm working on nap during nap time and I'm not like doing this in a way of pushing myself to where it doesn't feel good. But at this point in my business, I'm now very aware of what tasks are actually worth me spending my time and energy on. And this is also something that I teach in my programs. And it's something I'm covering in the Sensitive and Soulful Sales Masterclass. Like, what are the things you actually need to focus on? Because a lot of times we, you know, the reality is like, yeah, sometimes we really don't have a lot of time. Maybe you're working full time. Maybe you're a parent. Maybe you're both. Um, So it's like, a lot of times we're feeling that way, which is valid, but the, when we are doing stuff, it's not actually needle moving tasks that actually make an impact. So we're staying, feeling like we're staying stuck in place, which is like, yeah, of course we feel like that because we're not spending our time doing things that are actually helpful. So that's one thing. The other thing then let's like talk about like the fears coming up. I'm scared of no one joining my course. I'm scared of no one signing up for my workshop. I'm scared of, you know, like the fears are huge. And so something that I want to say is like, if you choose this path of sharing your gift, of sharing your passion, of, of wanting to put yourself out there to, to help others, then there is a level of discomfort that we have to learn how to be willing to withstand. Because again, what's the alternative? The alternative is we don't do it, right? And so we have to be able to support ourselves through that experience. Like, and I'm just here to say, I've had workshops where literally one person showed up. And I had to deliver a 90-minute workshop to one person. And it was okay. And I survived. And it's a story that I can now tell, right? And I and I did not let that be the thing that stopped me. It's now something I can relate to you on and be like, hey, I did that. And that's okay. It happens sometimes, right? So we have to, like, that is part of it. If you want to walk a path that other people have not walked, if you want to do things in a different way, then it means that you are going to have some unique challenges and discomforts that come up. And there's not really like a magic like wand where I can say, oh, yes, I can guarantee that, you know, this is going to ensure all of these people sign up. Now, do I have strategies and, and things that I can share to help you? 
absolutely, and I teach that in my programs, but I also can't guarantee that. It, and it's also sometimes part of the journey where we have those, those fumbly moments where we're like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. And those are the moments where we, ch- we can either choose to rise or we can choose to let that hold us back. So that's the thing. It's like, if we're going to choose this different path, then we're going to have some unique um, challenges and things that come up. And it's the most beautiful, empowering inner work that we can do. Like I have been strengthened and, and um, changed in ways that I never thought possible as a result of having my own business and, and putting myself out there in, in these different ways. The other piece of this that I want to talk about is, again, just like addressing that feeling of overwhelm and I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start. And here's what I'm going to say here. I hear this the most from people who have been stuck in overthinking and in action. So a lot of times we feel super overwhelmed and not sure where to start because we literally have not taken any steps forward. And so we're stuck very much in our minds versus like actually having data to go off of because we've taken action. So I am a huge fan of messy action. I will talk about this every single day because it's so important. Like if you don't know where to begin, just take one step. Like if you're like, hey, I want to start a page to help, I don't know, dog trainers or something like that. But I don't know. But do I want to do dog training or, or maybe I'm more interested in crafting? It's like two different things, right? I hear this come up for people. My response is going to be, one, tune into yourself, what what lights you up, what feels more fun and exciting, like tune into you first. And then my next thing is going to say, take one step forward. Start, just choose one and start the page and just start posting stuff and creating things. And from there, you will get data and information through sharing. You will get clarity through action. Clarity comes from action. Clarity is not going to come from sitting and journaling on something for the next five years. Like we have to actually take action. So that is huge. And that's the biggest thing. And, and the same with like, you know, creating content. Like I'll hear from, from, um, HSP entrepreneurs like, Oh, I just don't know what to create. I don't know what to post. And like, it becomes this thing where it becomes a bigger thing than it needs to. And time weeks pass and, Oh my gosh, I don't know. And we're making it a bigger thing. And the remedy is to just do something, to put out C plus work, let good enough be good enough, and you will get data. And I, I knew I would get passionate about this because I just believe in it so deeply. Like I, I posted an episode uh, just the other week talking about how I started my HSP membership in a Facebook group. Like you guys, it was literally in a friggin' Facebook group. It was nothing fancy or special. I just started and it's like compounded and grown and everything is built upon each other. And it's through that messy action. And a part of this, a huge part of this, is doing the work on our self-worth to feel worthy of putting ourselves out there. And it's also having tools to regulate ourselves when we put ourselves out there. So what I mean is like when we're expanding, when we're taking risks, when we are taking action, it can of course be overwhelming and a little dysregulating to us. And it's like, oh my goodness, it can bring up a lot. And so that's where we balance this out with the personal development work. We balance this out with nervous system regulation techniques so that we can really return to a a feeling of grounded safety as much as possible as we do these expansive, take these expansive steps. So it's like finding that balance and and slowly expanding and growing our window of tolerance to be able to withstand the discomfort of all of this, of putting ourselves out there, of you know, selling a workshop and, and being nervous that no one's going to sign up. Like all of this is part of the journey. And, and that's why I love helping HSP entrepreneurs because I understand that 
that balance that we need to create, which is like, I will be the fire under your butt and I will push you in a loving way. I will encourage you. I can't force anyone to do anything and I wouldn't, but I will encourage you to take those actions and then I will provide you with tools to regulate yourself. So it's like the balance of it. But when it comes to to doing this, like if you have a dream, if you have a mission, if there's something on your heart, you are going to have to have a willingness to be scared. You're going to have to be have a willingness to potentially be judged, to be uncomfortable, to be imperfect, imperfect, to be messy. Like, like if, again, if we want to take a different path, if we want to do things in a different way, if we want to make an impact, if we want to put ourselves out there, then we do have to be willing to deal with the discomfort of that sometimes. And I can tell you, like, truly, I find it to be the most invigorating, worth it, like fulfilling thing of my life. Like I absolutely love it so much. I get so excited about it. Right. But you have to, it's the balance of both. And so I hope that you got inspired from this episode. I hope that this is, maybe this was the thing that you needed to, to get started on that thing. Maybe this was the fire under your booty that you needed. <laughs> I hope so. I, I genuinely, like, I truly believe the world is a better place when more highly sensitive people are sharing their gifts with the world. And it, like, hurts me to know how many people are holding themselves back due to um, fear of being imperfect, fear of judgment, all of the things. And, like, I'm here to be your mentor, your coach, your friend. Like, let's do this. Like, let's not let that hold us back. Like, you have no idea who you could be impacting if you shared your message. Like you have no idea how many lives you could be changing. If this is on your heart, it's for a reason. I firmly believe that. So I, yeah, like I said, I hope this episode helped you. And again, if you want to learn more about business from me, I mean, I have all of my business offerings on my website, sensitiveandsoulful.com. And definitely be sure to join us in that upcoming sales masterclass, which will be linked in the show notes. So sending you lots of love, my friends. I believe in you. You've got this. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.